The episode today will be on how the liberal left destroys entertainment and then also society. And the main topic or main example of said topic will be The Walking Dead. I've watched The Walking Dead is it f- probably from episode I want to say 1 but I feel like it was episode 3 but I watched, you know, 1, 2 and 3 that day like I saved it on my recorder recording or whatever. So I watched the first season and it was like, meh. Uh, I didn't think it was all that clever to have a modern-day Night of the Living Dead, which is really what it was. Uh, the Walking Dead, they, you know, they still go off of this, quote-unquote, you know, this clever idea of, oh, they don't know what the word zombie is, and they've never heard of zombies before. Nobody ever thought of this, this, um, this, this concept of people coming back to life. Uh... They had that in the Night of the Living Dead. It's not that clever. And that always bothered me. I was like, okay, so you're trying to be clever, but it's not really that clever. Okay. So I watched it, and it was like, okay, it's kind of cool that he's coming. It's like a 28 Days Later thing. Anywho, as most shows in Hollywood go, they tend to start up unbiased and have really good writing and really good storylines going on. And I would even argue that, in fact, they tend to go more conservative. See, that's how it always kind of goes anyway, is that you go more conservative, and once you got, once you got them, once you got people in the right mentation and you, and you get the power structure set up and everything's hunky-dory, as, as long as you had conservatism blaze the trail, then you start to implement your, uh, your liberal leftist bullshit. And that's what TV shows are doing. They're no different. And uh, it's, it's just exactly the same when it comes to The Walking Dead. It started off unbiased. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't uh, liberal leftism thrown into it. It was just this thing happened and these people came together to survive. And then it was a story of survival. And maybe getting to a certain point and then you know, then having to worry about certain conflicts and things of that nature. And it wasn't up... And by the way, so I stopped watching it after the first season, which was from October to, I think, December. And then they had some issues with the director. And I think they were one of the first TV shows. I could be wrong about this, but I think they were one of the first TV shows to to do that where they ended... Or they, they didn't end a season in just three months. You know, a season lasted all of, like, fall and then winter also. And it had a break during during Christmas. So they kind of had a forced break because of the director shit. So I quit watching it after that for a while. Up until um, they had the governor. And then I, I had it all on Netflix, right? It's... It, it was four or five seasons worth of, of show. So I started watching it again. And then I got into it because I had it, you know, I didn't have to wait a week at a time. It was, you know, four seasons right there. So uh, I was, it was a lot easier to get into it, which I kind of feel like I suggest people do. But then again, I don't. Um, like Dexter. Dexter is an excellent TV show. It was an excellent TV show watching it 
week after week after week, you know, and having to wait that week to watch it. However, you're lucky as shit because it's all on Netflix and you can watch season one through, what is it, eight? Eight or nine seasons? And uh, just let loose. It is a fucking rad show. So anyway, um, so I got back into it up until the governor and everything was great. It was a, it was a pretty damn good show. I liked it a lot until Alexandria, until they got over and done with the war and ended up meeting the, the preacher. Actually, it wasn't Alexandria. It must've been the preacher. The preacher was the part that, that when they, when they started going south when they started implementing the liberal leftist shit. And mind you, when they do this shit, unless it's something like Modern Family or Will and Grace or something along those lines, again, they start off unbiased. I said, unless it's Will and Grace or or um, Modern Family, okay? Modern Family and Will and Grace, you know what you're getting. You know everything that you're getting. You're getting a liberal leftist show. You are getting pro-gay marriage, pro probably pro-abortion, pro-single mother, pro-illegal immigrant, pro-socialism, you know, socialism, pro all that liberal leftist shit. You know, anti, probably anti-God or at least atheist, that kind of shit. Um, pro, Pro-drug use, pro-sex, all that. When it comes to something like um, Walking Dead, like I said, it's, un, it's unbiased. It's kind of it's going to let the, the trail be blazed by conservatism. So you have the patriarchy in Rick and you have him becoming the leader and, and becoming a strong leader and, you know, getting his family back and, you know, the, the family's the most important thing and all that shit. Well, here comes, uh, and he in fact had to defend his family from his best friend Shane, which is sad because Shane was a badass. And then you have the preacher and now here comes and, and this is what they do they ever so gently pepper in liberal leftist bullshit ideology okay they're undermining uh, everything else and but they're doing it nice and slow so that it seems like everybody's cool with it it's cool man don't worry you know I know it seems weird but it's cool just it's the same old story it's the same old Rick the same old Rick and the same old Coral and it's the same old show and it's all good. It's just a little, little bad preacher. That's all. No bad, no biggie. You know, don't worry. We're not gonna, we're not gonna deviate that far from it. And then it's on. So the preacher essentially was—he's—he's he's kind of a mass murderer. He—he uh, he let his whole fucking parish perish um, outside of the church. He locked up the church, wouldn't let anybody in, and just sat there while that he could hear them screaming and dying. Uh, sorry, that's not really gonna happen. Uh, it feels like people, especially Hollywood, since they're all atheists, they don't go to church or temple anyway. Um, they don't know fuck about preachers and priests and shit like that. It's just what they hear from, you know, archdiocese, especially liberal arch- archdiocese in Philadelphia or Chicago or New York or shit like that. Where might I make another point that I didn't make before? All of this shit going down with uh, the priests molesting uh, kids and shit, the abuse scandal, it's happening in liberal um, congregations and parishes. Uh, So, you know, that's something to be said. Again, liberals, liberals have no basis for foundation of morality. 
Um, anywho. So we have... Oh, let me take a drinky drink. Get a little part. So we have this, um, this, pr uh, this preacher that is unlike most other preachers, unless you're talking about a liberal. Yeah, am I going to shit on liberals? All the time. They suck. They're wrong about everything. And they're pussies. And they have fucking no moral foundation. And they're wrong about everything because they choose it by their, their feelings. They make their choices and decisions based off of how they feel. Every priest that I know, all the good ones, all the good preachers are, they have a strong faith in God. And, and this goes for pretty much anybody that has a strong faith in God. They'll give themselves up. They will fucking die in an instant. It wouldn't, my priest now, my spiritual guide, my priest, um, he would, he would lay his life down in an instant for me. I have no doubt whatsoever that he would throw himself in front of a bullet for me in an instant. So it's automatically, it's not the worst attack that they could have done. You know, they could have made him out to be a pedo or something, but they make him out to be this, this scaredy cat, this pussy, this, you know, he can't deal with anything, but the atheist Rick, does he pray? I feel like he might pray once or twice. I shouldn't say atheist. Let me roll that one back. But you don't see him doing it anymore. I think he's prayed once or twice, if that. And they had this, like, uh, it wasn't a come to Jesus moment. It was just like, a, okay, they're from the South. They're probably Christian. Um, so we'll have them kind of sit and question if God exists since it's Armageddon right now. Uh, and all this other shit. So they make they make all these other people out to be, you know, more brave than the priest, which is a or the and you don't know what he is. I don't think they ever say if he's Lutheran or Catholic. I think I feel like Episcopalian, Episcopalians are uh, used or wear the collar too, but I could be off about that. Um, so they make him out to be this coward who who like kind of loses his faith at some points and he's just uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of faith anyway in God certainly and uh, and he goes on this like even last season with the Negan thing he like had a whole bunch of faith and then somebody got killed and then he lost his faith again and, and I don't know now he's got it or something so there's the first attack and it, by the way all of these attacks are on Christianity overall on family on wholesomeness on cons on conservatives on uh, middle America on wholesomeness and what's good. All of these attacks are. So you have the first one being the, the preacher. The second is when they, and, and by the way, this shit is being force fed and it's not just The Walking Dead. It's the vast majority of all other TV shows and movies and entertainment. The entertainment industry uh, hates God. 100% hates God and especially hates Christians. So they attack it all the time. If this was just The Walking Dead, I wouldn't be able to say all of this, but it's not just The Walking Dead. I mean, what TV show do you know uh, where, you, where, where it doesn't have gay people in it? Or uh, now trannies, or you know, pro-abortion, or you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all of these things. So the second would be the gay. And again, what I'm saying by this is that they're forcing it down our throats. 
I have a problem with how you're doing it and, and to an extent what you're doing because you're not telling us up front. You know, they didn't start off The Walking Dead. And by the way, the guy who made the comic book never intended for this as far as I can understand. He never intended to have like a gay character. However, I could be wrong. Maybe he did. I didn't read the, the comic course. I've never heard about this in the comic either. Uh, I have heard that there's a lot of characters that aren't in the comic. There's a lot of characters that die earlier at different points. They don't... I mean, shit, Rick had his hand cut off, I think, by the governor. So, yeah, his right hand. So, he had to learn to be left-handed and walk around with no hand. So, so the second thing that they're forcing down our throats, and this is, this is probably the most prevalent thing, is the gay aspect. And the gay aspect is the dude who doesn't seem gay, which is, I'm fine with that. You know, I, I don't understand why once you come out, you got you to gotta start talking with a lisp. I don't get it. Or wearing flannel and cutting your hair like a guy. I don't get it. Um, I would argue that, the, that there's a, a, a uh, confusion with society's pressures on, the, on people who are gay. And not only society's pressures, but other gays. That's an interesting thought that I'll share with you at another time. So they have it, and, and by the way, like we all see what you're doing. We all know that this shit is forced and it's fake. And again, that's something that I have a problem with. You have in the scene where they first find out about this gay guy, right? He's, he's leading this group back to Alexandria. And then there's a shot where he comes and he sees his boyfriend who's hurt. He's got like a broke ankle or something. And he runs up and he kisses him. Big old wet sloppy kiss. Okay. Uh, does nothing for me. And not only that, I didn't want to see that. It's not my preference. Again, if you're not gay in Hollywood, you're bad. And my next example here in a minute is gonna it's gonna be an example of that. Now one could say that I'm, well, one liberal leftist could say that I am gay bashing. No, I just, it's not my preference. I don't want to see it. Just as much as I don't want to see two straight, fat, ugly, hairy, stinky fuckers sitting there going at it either. I could go the rest of my life without ever having to see it, hear about it, you know, think about it. Oh, no thanks. It's just not my preference, you know. I like uh, my epitome, I guess, of, of what I want to think about when it comes to sex is what I'm doing in the bedroom. I like hot, beautiful women, okay, voluptuous, um, and odd, and, and uh, like, I can't, I can't even think, just nice. I, I don't even know if I could say a certain hair color. I don't care. Never cared about the hair color. You know what, to be honest, uh, let me, let me dial that one back a little bit. The blondes, uh, not as, not as big on blondes. I like kind of brunettes, redheads. Uh, you know, I'm an ass guy, but then again, I also like boobs. Thin, er, doesn't have to be supermodel skinny. Uh, racially ambiguous. I don't give a shit. You can be black, white, Asian. I like them all, as long as they're pretty. So that's where I stand in my head. That's what I want to look at. I don't want to be looking at two guys going at it. I don't want to be looking at ugly people going at it. No thanks. And listen, I'm a five on a good day. All right, I'm not. I'm not some Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, 
but you know, my standards in my head are pretty fucking high. Uh, I've gotten some tens before. I've gotten some knock out of the park fucking home runs. All right. So, um, not all, but some. So that's what I like. Anywho. Uh, so he goes up and he kisses his boyfriend and it's just like, God damn it. I don't, I really don't want to deal with this. Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick, was asked in an interview, and I don't know what they're doing asking a guy about two guys kissing. It just, and he's a straight guy. Andrew, from what I understand, Andrew Lincoln is a straight dude. Well, could be, maybe he's bi, I don't know. If he's in Hollywood, and again, you gotta be gay or else you're bad. And his, I think, I feel like his, his words verbatim were, it was a beautiful moment or something like that. And I'm like, nobody believes that, dude. Nobody believes that what you're saying you believe. What a load of shit. What a absolute load of shit. You don't care about that just as much as I don't give a flying fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to see... Really? You're going to sit around and uh, just watch two gay guys fucking? <laughs> you're going to watch some gay porn and say it's beautiful? No thanks. I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it. Not my fucking preference. And you're bullshitting. Unless you're gay... You're bullshitting. It wasn't beautiful. And in fact, it was forced. And you can see that it was forced. You know? Why wouldn't you give somebody a hug first? Like, when you, like the normal thing would be when you get home and somebody's hurting, you check on them, you check on the, the pain scale and all that, and you check on their foot, and then you kind of try and give them a nice little hug and then kiss on the forehead. I love you. You know, all that shit. Instead, it's just this passionate, oh, fake passion, by the way fake passionate and there and it, it goes by the way that the, the the boyfriend sorry but I'm gonna point this out he's ugly as fuck <laughs> not that the first guy was like fucking Matthew McConaughey but come on the other guy was yeah I don't know it's just not believable <laughs> when you're watching it and then you have Andrew Lincoln being asked about it oh it's a beautiful yeah fuck off no it wasn't that was forced, and your response is forced, too. Jeez. And then, oh, here comes another thing. So you have the gay guy. You have the, the, the bad priest or whatever. Um, oh, you go to Alexandria, and in the middle, let me tell you something, ladies. Uh, in the middle of Armageddon, there will not be one single female leader. Not one. We will not fuck around with that shit. I am, I, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. And truly, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But men are built for battle, which is why we take that leadership role. Um, we're not fucking around with that, okay? We're not going to go, oh, yeah, the women. No, fuck that. Uh, ladies, you need to be protected. Go with the kids in the back. We're going to have all the fucking dudes out with the, with the guns and the bats and the hatchets and the fucking melee weapons and uh, we're going to lead this shit okay? until we can come back with democracy and, and a constitutional republic and all this other shit you just stay back there for a minute okay? nope they come to Alexandria and it's a woman that's leading it she's got a husband who's bigger and stronger than she is but nope everybody decided she's got it she's got the whatever to make them feel safe what the fuck Oh, God damn it. It's so, it's so forced. So now, okay, the, the most powerful person in this little area is a female. Okay. And not only like a young, like, 
exuberant, knows what the fuck's going on. It's an old person. Not to say that old people are bad, but come on, you're in the middle of a fucking Armageddon. What? And, and you've never been in a fight. What the fuck do you know about leading somebody through Armageddon as an old lady? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Call him bullshit. Anyway, so there's another little fucking dig at the patriarchy. And then they start also making like um, uh, Rick, who is the leader of this, uh, who is the patriarchal example. They start kind of fucking with him too, with his character. And like he's, he gets too bad sometimes. And then, you know, now he's trying to uh, have an affair with this lady at Alexandria and shit. So they're kind of fucking with the patriarchy in that in that area. Um, so what happens there? Shit goes sideways there. Is there anything else? Oh, they have this guy named Jesus who's from the hilltop. Okay, so now they're gonna blaspheme God. They and he, by the way, he looks like him. He's got a beard and long brown hair, but he's he's effeminate and he is a ninja. No shit, like he fights like he's kung fu. And he takes on both uh, Daryl and Rick, which is like a weird thing, which is like, all right, so Jesus can fight. But later on, at the end of season eight, he ends up betraying Rick. So now Jesus is a betrayer, but he's also like this this weird, effeminate, ugh, just, just blasphemy. So they got the blaspheming down. So they're not just going to knock it out of the park with, uh, you know, the priest is bad, but, you know, Jesus, they're going to blaspheme. Okay, so they've got all that now. Again, this isn't me pointing out a conspiracy theory. Ben Shapiro talks about how they did this with Will and Grace to bring in the, the homosexuality uh, and how it's totally normal. It's just a normal thing. And then even though it makes up less than 2% of the population, uh, or gays make up less than 2% of the population. Uh, again, I don't give a flying fuck who you slap dicks with. Whatever. I just don't want to know about it. Or I don't want to be a part of it. Um, but he also talks about Murphy Brown becoming a single mom in order to help uh, with the, this single motherhood epidemic that was started back in, uh, back in those times in the mid-90s because the government started really incentivizing single motherhood by paying uh, paying single mothers more to uh, through through welfare than um, families and then there was also something back in in the 70s to deal with uh, somebody had an abortion who was it there was some TV show and I mean even Joe Biden points it out and uh, again Ben Shapiro does a really good job at at, at uh, at talking about all of that. So check out his video on that. But then, so now we've got the blaspheming of Jesus. Uh, I can't think of anything else for now. Oh, no. Yeah, I can. Negan and the saviors. The saviors who are the bad guys. So essentially they're making um, Negan out to be kind of like, because this was around the time of Donald Trump. So they're kind of making Negan out to be like, Donald Trump. Listen, he, they pretty much played him to the part of Negan in the comic books. So it was kind of, I don't think that they were necessarily able to do much with uh, Negan as Donald Trump as much as it'll be in season nine, the first episode, which I'll tell you about here in a minute. But 
he's they have something called the saviors and the name of the building and the saviors are bad guys they kill people they're just there and they force people to believe like them so this the saviors are christians um it's an it's an analogy of christians and then they have whatever the name of the building that they stay at is it's something like a church it's the fuck i can't think of it that again so it's a prison it feels like a prison to them so church now feels like a, oh, it's the sanctuary that's what it is uh it's a sanctuary and these are the saviors and they save people so the sanctuary is church it's more like a prison the saviors are christians and they save people i.e they force people to believe in their christianity so there you have it uh there's the trifecta you've got the bad priest You've got blaspheming Jesus, and now all of the religion of Christianity is bad. Now, I wasn't really, it wasn't until last night that I started really looking at this shit and going, God damn it, this is what they're doing. You know, like I was turning kind of a blind eye to all of it. Like, ah, no, you know, no big deal. Maybe it's just, maybe that, maybe they had the character of Jesus because he's cool. He's not. He's a fucking turd in this, in the TV show. Not the real Jesus Christ, but Jesus in this stupid fucking TV show. Um, and then let's see what else did they do so that's all of last season and they are fucking horrible they are really bad and they also give like this this um, feeling in the TV show that the saviors are always watching almost like God is always watching like you'd have to watch through season through the end of season 7 all and all through season 8 to get what I mean by that like it is a constant feeling that the saviors are always watching these guys you know like like big brother almost but it's supposed to be a sense of god watching over you you know and somehow making god god out to be bad uh then you have uh, i'll just skip to season nine episode one which is the the guy that used to so they talk about how there's an election at the hilltop and oh, that's an, that's another one. Sorry, they are forcing the interracial couples, um, and they force it with Rick and Michonne. Well, let me just go ahead and cut the bullshit. Michonne's ugly as sin. She is. All right, I'm sure other people might think she's pretty. She's like a five. She's a five. Rick, uh, I'd say he's probably a seven or an eight. You know, old guy got some gray in his hair, but he's in pretty good shape. In fact, he buffed up one season. He was fucking ripped. And um, so now you're going to put the leader, Rick, with a five at best. Like, she's, she doesn't have a nice set of tits. She's kind of got an ass, I guess. But she's, like, not pretty. Just not pretty. Sorry. Sorry for those out there that are all fucking offended right now. Suck a dick. I don't give a shit. Not my dick, but a dick. I don't give a shit. She's not pretty. Okay? That would be like... Um, well, I don't know. Guys tend to get prettier girls than girls getting hotter guys. That's just how it goes. Um, there's two people. Since if you want to get all picky about it, oh, see, you're racist. No, I'm not. She's ugly. Uh, who's the Hispanic chick? Fuck, Rosa, Rosita, Rosita. Oh my God, the chick that Abraham was with. Oh shit. The moment shit would have went sideways with them, I would have been all over that. Uh, yeah, Rick could have went after Rosita. They could have wrote that in. Or 
the uh, the other girl that Abraham Abraham's a fucking the man, dude. Abraham was awesome. Of course, they had to kill him off because he's the only real man on the fucking show, including Daryl. Daryl, they're turning into a pussy. Abraham was the only real motherfucker on that show, dude. And of course, they had to kill him off. And by the way, they also and and I'm what I have a problem with is the forcing of this. The forcing of all of these things and the undermining and the slippery, slime-ball-y way that they're trying to sneak it in to make it all okay. You know? Oh, don't worry. It's, it's still the same story. It's just these people are now together when they don't... When Every time you see them together, you can't believe it. It's not believable. It's like, God, I, that just... It doesn't feel... Even Even if, let's say, I thought she was pretty, which I don't, even if I did, it's like you still look at it and you go, it doesn't even look like they actually, like their, their acting isn't good enough to overcome the fact that they're not meant for one another. You know what I mean? Uh, but the other black chick that ended up dying in the coffin, I can't remember her name, but she was hot. She was smoking hot. Uh, he could have went after her before Abraham. But they just had to put her with, um, put him with Michonne. Oh, they didn't force it in one area, and that would be with Maggie and uh, who was her husband, the Asian fella, you know. And they even addressed that. That was in the season two or three where they started hooking up, and he was like, "Well, you know, I kind of feel bad because I feel like I'm the only guy in town. I'm the only th- the only option you got." And she was, because he and it, because he was, like, worried because he was skinny and he was scared and he was an Asian that this Southern Belle wouldn't like him because, I don't know, he thought she was racist or something. She was like, no, fuck off. I like you because I like you. And then they felt deeply in love and had a great marriage and all that. Of course, they had to kill that off. Kill Glenn. That's his name, by the way. They just had to k- kill off the patriarchy with fucking killing another dude. Um... I know they've had some women die, but not many. Anywho, um, any hizzle, as my man Gavin McGinnis likes to say. Uh, so yeah, so they have those those that forced inter interracial relations going on. They really don't have a lot of uh, of not like just a normal, and I don't give a shit what color, but they don't have any normal traditional families going on. You know? Like a black mom and dad and kids. They don't have that anywhere in there. Or Asian or whatever. Of course they have to have, they have one Muslim in there. And and it's a female black Muslim and she's a good person. But the, uh, and he's black, but the black preacher, he's a bad guy. And he's a coward. But the female black Muslim, she's all about, you know, fighting Negan and shit. So stupid. Um, what else? So that's all the way up until season nine, episode one, in which, and I don't care that I'm spoiling for it, spoiling for you. It's 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 really gone downhill. Most people think a lot of people stopped watching after Glenn and Abraham got their heads bashed in. They were just done with it. My wife is one of them. She loved the show up until that, and then she was like, I'm done with this shit. I can't stand it anymore. Glenn's eye popped out of his head. I didn't care about that shit. I've been watching Chucky and Jason and fucking Halloween ever since I was four years old. I don't care. 
you know it's just it's what they're doing and I'm fed up with it and how they're doing it you know come come up front with that shit instead they again they wait until season what five before they really start implementing this shit and it's in a way to sway public opinion towards the liberal left and that's bullshit Season 9, episode 1, uh, you have the guy that was the leader of the Hilltop, right? The, the cowardly scoundrel that, you know, doesn't... He only cares about his own skin, but he wants power. They made him out to be Donald Trump. I swear to... Dude, if you watch this motherfucker, the first episode, it's just... God, they just don't stop. It is constant. He's Donald Trump. They had a they had a, an election in which Maggie, who is now Hillary Clinton, she won it. But the Donald Trump figure is mad because he thinks that since Jesus, who is Maggie's right hand man, was counting the ballots, that there was you know counting was wrong and all this other shit. You know, and there's voter suppression, and then um, what else? Uh it's, uh, it went from there. I mean, now I'm starting to forget all this shit, but it's just, there was, uh, oh, Maggie again, she, they're trying to make it so that Maggie's going to take over leading and Rick, and by the way, Rick's gone. They just killed off his son last season, the main character. He was supposed to carry on the leadership after Rick. He was going to become the leader. And I believe that's how it goes in the, in the books. Carl's still alive in the comic books. Nope, killed him off because a stupid little shit. From what I hear, and if he did, then now he's a stupid little shit. But if not, I take that back. But I hear that he wanted to go to college. Um, what? The fuck? Pay that kid so that he never wants to go to college until he's done, until the fucking show is done. You know what I mean? But you killed him off. That's, it was so stupid. And what a fucking, that kid's going to walk away. By the way, you're Carl for the rest of your life, buddy. Especially with what you just did. You have, the only way that you can morph out of that, and I don't get how people don't fucking know enough about this shit by now to start telling them. You know, this is a simple study in Psych 101. The only way that you're no longer going to be regarded as Carl for the rest of your acting career is you have to slowly morph into other, you got to do little projects here and there. Sometimes in volume, you know what I mean? In order to get people to see you as something different. Every once in a while, he's going to go out and he's going to do an acting job here and there. And they're going to go, no, it's going to do poorly. I'm predicting it right now. Why? Because it always happens. Jim Carrey is a shitty actor and everything else. And now comedy because he's fucking, he's, he's let his brain atrophy. He keeps trying to go out and do all of these other dumb fucking films. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is one of the worst films ever. He is bad at acting now, especially because now he's this fucking pretentious uh, ex-Canadian who couldn't make all the money that he made here up in Canada. So he comes here and now he starts shitting on people down here and trying to tell us how to live. Fuck him. Anyway, so they kill off Carl, uh, and the, at the and now the writing, I don't know if they got rid of some writers or not, but uh, the writing isn't what it used to be, for sure. It's, it's not anywhere near as good as it used to be. And, uh, and now, they're, and now uh, Rick Grime wants, 
wants to leave. Uh, buddy, if it's bad for Carl, it's going to be a hundred times worse for you. You are Rick Grimes and you will always be Rick Grimes. And that's all it's ever going to be. And after he goes, he is the main character to that show. The only one left that has anything, any kind of power to keep that show together is Norman Reedus, his character, Daryl. That is it. After Daryl goes, which I can only imagine is going to be soon after Rick Grimes, after Abra- or, uh, after um, Lincoln, Andrew Lincoln goes, the show's done. The, show, the Walking Dead is fucking done. Dunsey. Nobody's going to want to watch that stupid fucking show after that with the shitty writing and the constant liberal leftist bullshit propaganda. It's done. And I'm happy because it's, it's, it's just they've rotted it away. They've ruined it. They've ruined my whole mindset of what it could have been. Even getting past the fact that there's no zombies and all this other shit and it's basically a Night of the Living Dead part do. Um, now they're just... Now they're making it worse. Andrew Garfield's gone. They said it was going to be after the first episode. Now, this was what my wife told me she saw. I knew it was going to be after this season. This season, he's going to be done. Probably get betrayed. And I guess Maggie's dead, too. She's leaving, too. So those two are gone. Again, it's going to come down to Daryl, to uh, Norman Reedus. Nobody on that show can keep it going. Nobody, except for Daryl. And uh, I just don't see him wanting to stick around that long. He needs to fucking leave and go do Boondock Saints 3 with Sean uh, Patrick Flannery and get that fucking thing made. Only been waiting for that for the past 10 years. Thanks, guys. You're going to be fucking geriatrics by the time it, it, you're ready to do it. So, uh, yeah, season 9, episode 1. What else do they do? So they kill off... Oh, they kill him, by the way. They, so they kill off Donald Trump because he... He talked people into a, uh, an assassination temp, attempt on Maggie, who, by the way, has turned into a real bitch. Uh, ever since uh, the last episode of season eight and the fucking betrayal, which her, Daryl, and Jesus are now going to betray Rick, eh, I don't care to watch your shit anymore. And there's no sign of whispers. Now, I've only made it through a quarter of the second episode. But this whole season is supposed to be about the whispers. But instead, I think they're going to make it out to be like, uh, like just the their, the society's breaking apart. Which uh, and the liberal. Oh, by the way, also, yeah, they're all. It's all socialist. They're all putting in, right? And now they're starting to come across the problems of socialism, which is weird that they're touching on that in this show. So um, they're touching on the the. The show and how bad socialism, or uh, no, they're they're implementing socialism, but they're also kind of touching on how bad it is. However, season or episode two, they're all buddy buddy, so they kill off Donald Trump in the in the first episode. Again, this is Hollywood, a, a TV show that's towing the same line as everybody else in Hollywood. That Donald Trump's bad. Okay, just like now the Connors that is gonna go shit sideways. Nobody's going to watch that dumb show. How much time I got? Oh, 39. Cool. Uh, nobody's going to watch that after Roseanne. Are you shitting me? ABC just admitted that they regret firing Roseanne, that they were a little too harsh a little too quickly. Duh. What a stupid fucking thing to do. You, It is obvious she didn't think that Valerie Jarrett was black. It is obvious 
But she should have came out a little quicker and said, I didn't know she was black. Or I didn't know she was... I didn't know she was black. Yeah. She should have... If that's the case, she should have came out and said that right away. As soon as that text went out or uh, tweet went out and somebody saw it and said something, she should have came back with, she's not black. You know? But I don't know. Um, let's see. Donald Trump's dead. The, the patriarchy is totally breaking apart. They're just making, um, uh, what's his name? Daryl's character more and more effeminate. He's really in touch with his feelings. He can feel his feelings, which is so stupid. Um, what else? I know there's a couple of other things. Uh, season two, or I'm sorry, season nine, episode two, where they start off, they have to make this bridge and they're all coming together. So everybody from the sanctuary, everybody from the hilltop, and everybody from Alexandria are now coming together to build this bridge. Um, and then it starts off with this tent community and they're going all around and showing, like I guess uh, Andrew Lincoln's character is talking to Negan, but you don't see Negan yet. He's just talking to him. And he's telling them, you know, yeah, we're rebuilding and, and, and the future's bright and it's not what you thought and you said we couldn't do it and we're doing it and all this. So then it's like he's narrating it as they're showing all these different couples. Sure enough, two lesbians. Two lesbians. Uh, were there the two... Was there another set of two gay guys? I feel like they're making Jesus... They're going to make him be gay with the, with the other gay guy because they're out and they're kind of like talking and you just got that feeling like... You know when you know somebody's going to do something? Yeah, that's that's the feeling I got. So we'll see if I continue... I feel like I'll probably continue watching for the next couple episodes just to see if they ever talk about the Whisperers because that's a really good part in the comic book. Um, so we'll see about that. I got to get my tires rotated. If you, I wonder if you can hear it. It's the whole time. Anywho. So now they have that possibly going on. Oh, uh, another interracial couple, which doesn't make a lick. Swear to God, it's like my wife knows the exact best time to call and interrupt my shit. <sighs> it's not her fault, though, because this fucking anchor hasn't figured out how to deal with incoming phone calls or not even incoming phone calls. It's just to be able to, to pause an episode so that I don't have to do this because now it's going to be a two part and this one's going to be all of fuck it. I'll make it 20. I think it's going to be 20 minutes before I get to where I got to go. So fuck it. So, um, so yeah. What else? Oh, whatever was I saying? Oh, the second, the, now I guess it's the third interracial couple. However, the lesbian couple I feel like was interracial. The third interracial couple is, uh, no, this would have been the fourth because Abraham, or the fifth, because Abraham, those were both interracial couples. Couples. He was a ginger with a, Hispanic, gosh, she's so hot. And then also with the black girl that he was with, and she is equally so hot. She's on the new Star Trek or something. Ooh, mmm, man, Jesus, she's she fine. Anywho, uh, so the now the fifth, I guess, would be. It's so stupid. Is the king 
from the kingdom or whatever. And uh, Carol, the old lady. The king is this obnoxious, weird-talking actor. Like, it comes out that he's just playing a role and everybody goes along with it. If we're in the middle of Armageddon and you're fucking around, like you're a fucking king, I know he had a tiger, but I'd beat your fucking head in. Get the fuck out of here with this pretend shit. We're in the middle of real death scenarios on a daily basis, motherfucker. And you're sitting here acting like you're a king in King Arthur's castle, you fucking turd. And then you got a fucking tiger? Those things can't be tamed. I'd shoot the fucking tiger, and uh, I, I wouldn't even let him go. I'd shoot him. You shoot that fucking thing. You don't just let him go out and fucking go take on the zombies. Fuck that. He'll come back as a zombie tiger. Now try and deal with that motherfucker. It's, it, it is the most retarded shit. So anyway, they have him. who He's got these massive dreads. It does look cool. I'll tell you that. It does look cool, but his hairline's all fucked up. Uh, he's also, that's the actor that plays, uh, and I know this because I have kids, he plays Cyborg on Teen, Ti- uh, Teen Titans Go. And he might also play ti- or Cyborg on Teen Titans, uh, both cartoons. But Teen, Teen Titans Go, that's the, uh, the guy's voice for Cyborg. So it's funny. You just want to hear him one time as the king say booyah. He, um, so he, uh, who is in his 40s, I believe, is with Carol, who's in her 60s! Not attractive. Absolutely not attractive. She looks cool with her short hair. She's gotten uh, more and more badass, but you're telling me that a 40-year-old wants to be with a 60-year-old frail old lady that doesn't look hot? Yeah, what? No, it doesn't even... And I know his dreads are are gray and it tries to make him look older. He's not... You can't make a black 40-year-old man look like he he's old enough to date a 60-year-old woman! It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It's so it's so forced. Like and I get it. I get it about TV and movies. It's especially when it first came out, it was always over exaggerated. It was always dramatic. It was always meant in order to have people, the working class, go watch it because it was escapism. It was a way to escape your life and be entertained for anywhere between an hour and two hours. You know, I get that. It's not real. However, you still got to stick to a couple of laws of physics, motherfuckers. You know? Putting a black 40-year-old man with a white, frail, unattractive 60-year-old woman is not believable. We see what you're doing. You are forcing this down our throats, and it's stupid because you're ruining something that was once really good. Thanks, dickheads. And it's also a, uh, it it is such a virtue, they're virtue signaling, and this is the worst of it. They're towing the Democrat line, the liberal leftist virtue signaling line um, with the tent city. Because what they're saying in that, as he's talking to Negan, who is the 
And he wasn't even a free market guy. Man, this car sounds rough. He wasn't even a free market guy. They're, they're essentially trying to show Negan as this dictatorial Hitler guy and that, you know, Rick and all these guys, they're, they're, he's almost like Trudeau, where they're saying that their strength is in their diversity. Uh, their diversity is what... Oh, and at one point, they even had a whole group of women on, uh, I think they call it Oceanside. This whole group of women, they're all in Washington. They're all in Maryland, mind you. They're like Washington, D.C., Maryland area. And there's this seaside group. I swear to God, they're in fucking uh, Hawaii or something when they go there. It's like they go through a fucking portal and they're in Hawaii. It's a white sandy beach, blue ocean, looks beautiful. Like they're all in the Caribbean, you know what I mean? Not Hawaii, obviously, but the Caribbean. And it's like, what the fuck? Where, how'd you get from Maryland? And you've never seen any snow. It's never cold there. So stupid. They're constantly sweating. Uh, that's because you're filming in Atlanta, Georgia, you jackasses. And you're trying to make it out as if you're in Washington, D.C. Idiots. Um, but yeah, they're saying our, our strength is through our diversity. Uh, you're forcing this shit. Forced diversity is not as strong as willed, not willed, free willed diversity. Okay? It's such a, it's so fucking stupid. It is just, ah, uh, they're forcing all of it. It's not real. It's not believable. And even people's subconscious. Let me also point this out if I didn't already, because I feel like I did this earlier. And then, anyway, there's not, it's not a very gay thing to do to sit around and watch The Walking Dead. Just as it isn't a very gay thing to do to sit around and watch Spartacus. Just as it isn't a very gay thing to do to sit around and watch uh, American Horror Story, which all three of these have a lot of gay, weird shit in it. And what I mean by that is two seasons ago, yeah, it wasn't last season, it was two seasons ago, um, on American Horror Story, they had a weird demon ghost anally raping a man. Check that off the fucking box of gay virtue signaling. (laughs) Like, weird, dude. I mean, it was a guy in, in leather using a barbaric dildo device and raping a dude with it. I'm not shitting you. I remember me and my buddy talking about it and we're just going, how in the fuck did they get away with that? Like that's, that's, that's snuff. That's a, that's gay snuff. And we watched it. Sure. Shit. We sure did. We watched it. I was just sitting there going, Oh my God, is it done? Is it done? I think my, my wife just so happened to walk in the room and go, what are you watching? And I'm like, I swear to God, this is American Horror Story. I'm not watching gay porn right now. I shit you not. Well, fucking turn it off. I'm like, I know I don't want to see this. It lasted for like 45 seconds. If I already didn't watch, want to watch gay shit, I certainly didn't want to watch gay snuff. Um, and then Spartacus kind of had some shit like that. And by the way, the way that they did it in Spartacus, Spartacus was a, a really good show, minus all the gay sex. 
Uh, and what they would do, and I swear to God, they must have they must have made some gay guys. I, I shit you not. Well, this is what I believe anyway, is that um, you develop your, your desires, which sexuality is a desire. So sexuality is a desire. You develop your desires by how you grow up. Sorry. You develop your desires by how you experience situations growing up. Uh, so what that means is outside stimulus can change your desires. Watching Spartacus, they would have some of the hottest fucking chick tits and just out pussy and all sorts of shit. Uh, full frontal female nudity. So as a man, it would get you hard. And then next scene would be two, ga- two guys fucking. I shit you not. So now, <laughs> uh, they're going to confuse some guys. I can already see, I can already, I feel like I can see it happen at some point in the future. Somebody come out and go, uh, Spartacus made me gay. Um, yeah, I guess I can see that. <laughs> but that's the shit they do. All right, just in case you think I'm, I'm sitting here being a little bit too, too dramatic. Go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and watch this Spartacus series and just watch that shit happen. My, uh, fuck, my brother-in-law, I remember him talking about it. He was like, yeah, dude, uh, I hate watching it because I'll have the, I'll have a fucking hard on for this chick who's getting just fucked and, uh, she's hot and her tits are all over the place. And next, next scene, the very next scene is, uh, two guys just going at it. And I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Why? My boner is still there. (laughs) He's like, it's very sexually confusing. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Um, So anyway, yeah, their diversity is their strength. They're forced. Everything is their strength. Um, But see, this is what you get when you get idiots that um, uh, get behind the wheel. You know, when you have academia and these fucking liberals that get churned out into professors and then turn around and are even worse than they were before. By the way, um, Christ talked about this. He talked about, and I just read this the other day, Jesus Christ, i.e. God's son, not uh, the effeminate Jesus from The Walking Dead, but the real Jesus Christ, talked about this in Scripture where he was talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees who said, uh, he was talking to them and said that you make the next generation of Sadducees and Pharisees worse than you. Well, that's exactly what's going on today, is that you have these liberal, psychopathic professors who protested back in in Vietnam uh, who weren't doing anything for real, but protested Vietnam, they actually had an argument back then, who taught the kid, who then became professors, and who taught the kids that would go out and, and protest the 9-11, the, or I'm sorry, the uh, 2003 war in Iraq, who would then go and become professors and are now teaching the next wave of psychopaths, uh, liberal leftist psychopaths who are coming out and, and doing the shit that they're doing now. It's like every generation of these psychos is worse and worse and worse. Where now they want to totally get rid of the Constitution. People are outright communist and socialist, and they're not ashamed of it. It's not even taboo anymore. It's just, oh yeah, no, that's it works, it works. It never works. 
uh, it has never worked. It is always, in fact, instead of working, this atheistic, socialist, communist shit has led to over a hundred million deaths. There is nothing, nothing that has led to more death and murder than this atheistic, socialist communism. Nothing. Over a hundred, I'd argue 150 million in the last hundred years. Nothing. Nothing. Not, not Islam, not religion in whole, as a whole, not disease, nothing. And yet, these, these fucking retards are behind the wheel. And finally, we have Donald Trump that came in like a man, like a boss, who, by the way, wasn't conservative, wasn't really a Republican, but came in, beat out 16 other people, including my man Rand Paul, 16 other people. And because of how he is, single-handedly, mind you, he like you keep, like, they keep talking about Manafort and his campaign managers and shit like that. Uh, they were there for, I don't even know what they were there for. He single-handedly did it. He fired Paul Manafort. And then, uh, you have, uh, what's her name? I can't even think of her name. Uh, Connolly. Who, who, uh, when he won, can now say that she successfully, uh, is the first female to, uh, manage a campaign to, uh, presidential win. And then look at how the women treat her, too, by the way. Holy shit. Come out as conservative women, the liberal left just fucking attacks you. God. And she, by the way, I think she's hot. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I think she's hot. I could see the king of uh, the kingdom or whatever in The Walking Dead go after her. She's uh, attractive. Especially for, I guess she's in her 60s. I hope my wife looks like her in her 60s. She is... Uh, yeah, I could definitely, <laughs> if I were a single man, I could definitely see myself trying to get with it for a, <laughs> a, a rendezvous in, the, in a haystack. Anywho, um, yeah, so. Squizzy. So that's The Walking Dead, and I, uh, I think I'm done with them. I think I'm done with them. It's just, it's gotten so bad, so saturated with liberal leftist propaganda. And I, and once you wake up to this shit, now you see it everywhere. You know, it's not that, that one day I woke up and all of a sudden I saw this stuff. I had people like Bill Cooper and Aaron Russo and Alex Jones, as I've said before, all participate in waking me up, you know? Uh, and other people on on YouTube across the internet who did a really good job of documenting and and uh, creating documentaries and things like that and bringing this truth out and revealing it to the world that I came I finally came across it and I woke up but then it's even odder than that it's like a couple years later after that happened because I was waking up to both sides doing it then I woke up a little more, and, I, and like I said, I woke up one day, and all of a sudden everything was different. People were fucking crazy, and this was, uh, 
Was it around the time that Donald Trump started winning? I feel like it might have been that, and then people started just losing their fucking mind. And especially once he won, then it was just an all-out assault, as it has been since he won. I mean, it's just fucking crazy, man. People are the PC and the liberal left, and everything's getting ruined. Everybody has to. You have to say something. Oh, also, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I guess. I found this out while I was trying to investigate all this shit last night. Jeff, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, tweeted the president, said, fuck you for making it so that now we have to teach our kids what racism is. Uh, what? I guess this was after the, I think it was after the, um, the illegals getting quote-unquote torn away from their families. Uh, you weren't saying anything when Donald or when uh, Barack Obama was doing it. That's called the law, jackass. What do you want him to do? Throw the, the kids in prison with these uh, border jumpers? I think it's upwards of a either a third or a half are coyotes. You want to? By the way, also, what are the coyotes doing? Eighty-five uh, percent of the women that cross the border are getting raped by coyotes. You want the kids in there with them? Jackass. Also, they're finding out, I think it's a a quarter of the border jumpers, uh, the kids aren't theirs. They're not even family members. It's insane. So, um, and then, so he texts that out. So now Jeffrey Dean Morgan can go fuck himself. Fuck you. You know, it's again, don't have heroes, especially famous people like the, the, and you should also understand if, and by the way, I do have heroes, um, but I have them because I understand that everybody screws over people, everybody. If you can take that into consideration. If you can understand it like that, that everybody's flawed, everybody screws over somebody. You know what that means? It means everybody lies. If you lie, you screw over somebody. You're screwing them over from receiving the truth, okay? Everybody screws over people. So that being said, uh, Dean Kane is really becoming a cool dude. All right, so not all famous people, hashtag not all are bad. Not all famous people are these, and if I didn't say it in this podcast, let me point this out. Hollywood, all of those actors and actresses and performers and entertainers, from what I understand, the numbers that I've seen, three quarters, uh, I feel like it's higher. It could be upwards of, I want to say it's upwards of 85%, but I think it's three quarters. Is that three quarters? No. Three quarters of Hollywood has herpes. Wow. Or an STD. Maybe it's just an STD. I feel like it's herpes, but maybe it's just an STD. Um, there's, there was a report. So I'm not saying that this is for sure, but there was a report uh, that Jim Carrey's ex-girlfriend killed herself. It was either she died or she killed herself by taking too many pills because she was upset of... I know, I know it was mentioned in the report that she thought that Jim Carrey gave her three STDs. And so three different types of STDs. Um, 
you'd have to you'd have to check it out on Google. But again, oh, and then there's also other reports that I have read. So I don't know this for certain, but uh, from what I've read, Derek Jeter, I think it was Derek Jeter. Don't quote me on this. You know what? Do I even want to say it about Derek Jeter? Fuck it. Let's not say it. Well, I've already said Derek Jeter. It could. I could. I don't want to see. I don't want see. You fuck around too much and you start jacking up people's names. I don't want to fuck up anybody's name. So let's not fuck with Derek Jeter. But um, there are. Let's go to a different person. Uh, I've heard, heard in a report. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even want to fuck around this game anymore. Just in case somebody fucking hears it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm suing him because he's, he's, he's passing around allegations." So fuck that. But I, I, I did read the report on uh, Jim Carrey's ex-girlfriend who died, and it's just the weirdest story. I could be wrong. They could be wrong. But Jim Carrey's a cunt, so I can give a fuck. But yes, Hollywood is filled with empty vessels, man. No, hashtag not all, but the vast majority of Hollywood is nothing but shitty people who have no character, who are all fake. They have fake livings. They lie as a living. They pretend to be somebody that they're not. Uh, They look pretty. They put on makeup and nice gowns and have a lot of money and fame. But on the inside, they're just as dead as any fucking body in a graveyard. They are surface level shitty assholes and they want to pull everybody else down with them. Just like that fat ass, ugly Amy Schumer and Lena Dunham. Those two cunts. They have nothing except it all. And when you have it all, apparently, but you don't have God, you're fucked, man. You know, why would, why do you have people killing themselves? Why do you have people like um, Robin Williams hanging himself, you know? Why do you have people who have it all, who have all the money? And let's say they get into debt. Let's say they lose all their money. It's not like they can't make it the fuck back. It's not like Robin Williams couldn't take any fucking script thrown his way and make another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars in two years, you know? They are empty. They have no God. They hate God because they're all taught to. Because in order to have a job, all of them are too stupid too, by the way. Again, hashtag not all. But the vast majority of them are too stupid to even realize that if they were to to rise up and believe in God and become conservative or whatever, they could all go and start their own production studio and make more money than they ever could working in Hollywood. Trust me, I have my plans. And once this shit's out, watch out, man. People are going to be looking back on this, uh, on this podcast going, holy shit. He only had one listener, but he, he prophesized the shit out of that. Um, yeah, they're, they're so empty. And, they're, and like they, the saying goes, misery loves company. They're so empty and they want you to be the same. That's why they do this shit. That's why they, they try to change your mind to believe like them. And then if you don't believe like them, you're bad. And now they can, now they can justify coming after you in any way that they can. You know, Or they can talk about punching you in the face because they call you a Nazi because you don't agree with them. You know? That's why I talk about like, what do you want to do with the, with the racists and the bigots 
and the people who hate. I want to change them to be good people, to not hate, you know, to not be racist, to not be bigots. That's what I want. You know what I mean? But they, they want you dead. They want those guys dead. And by the way, they perceive it. They have set the bar so low for all of these cases to be a bigot, to be a racist and a sexist and a homophobe and a xenophobe or Islamophobe and all the other phobes and isms. They've set the bar so low, you, you can't even trip over it. It's, it's underground. All of us are, unless you toe their line in every single way, shape, and form, which is why they have such a high percentage of eating one another. So, yeah, I got, I got all of that from watching Walking Dead last night. It sucks. Now I got to watch American Horror Story. I, it's like, it's almost like I'm a glutton for punishment with that show anymore. Like, uh, I started watching it a long time ago because I thought it was going to be scary. And the first episode, or the first season was pretty good. Uh, a couple, you know, the last, the, the two seasons after that was pretty good. But then it just started getting really fucking weird. The hotel, I hate Lady Gaga. She's horrible. She's ugly. She's just, ugh. But she is the token liberal leftist. And now she's in this fucking, the fourth remake of that Born to be a Star movie or whatever it's called. That's the fourth remake, mind you. Uh, she's just, she's gross. Ah, she's, she looks like she has a disease on her. No, thank you. And she's in that fucking movie. And she wasn't even a good actress. She wasn't even good. And they made her out to look pretty. She's not fucking pretty. She's about a four and a half. You know what I mean? And by the way, she's, she's, I don't even want to say it. She's just, she's not attractive. She's not an attractive woman. Um, but like I said, they keep making her out to be. So. Uh, but American Horror Story is now, it's shitty. And it's all, it's all, it's kind of the same way. It's all the liberal leftist shit. You know, but they, they go on shock value. They had that first season that was really fucking good. Uh, but then they just really started going into all the rest of the, you know, the, the other shit, which a lot of clever stuff, a lot of pretty decent writers, but, you know, they're, uh, they're just getting so, so liberal leftist, man. Oh, and, and, and just watch, because now they're starting to go after kids, too. Um, not only, well, they're, they're killing off kids, and um, I'm not saying just American Horror Story, I'm talking about all of Hollywood, but sex with children. So, uh, so pedophilia, and by the, and I, I don't know if, well, yeah, I did. Uh, there's a difference between, I think it's, it's, well, certainly pedophilia, and then there's hepophilia. So pedophilia is prepubescent. Uh, so we're talking uh, essentially zero to 11 or 12. And then you have hepophilia, which is pubescent, which is 11, 11 or 12 and up to 18. Um, and they're starting to really go towards really all of that. Anything under, anything, any kind of sex with a minor and killing of kids. But they're trying to get towards the younger shit. Uh, which is sat- satanic. It's Luciferian. Um, ah, just look into this shit, man. I mean, I'm going to be talking about this with all my other podcasts and shit. But um, 
I need you to do some work too. Look into it. Double check what I'm saying. You know, write this down if you would, and uh, and then double check. Like if you're sitting there, if you're like obviously, I mean, dude, one, you can leave me a voicemail or a voice note or something like that. Oh, I get to go. Green light. You can leave me a voice note and uh, let me know what you think. But I I really want for you, whether you believe me or don't, whether you're laughing at me or taking me serious, uh, investigate this shit. Find out for yourself. You know, as I've said before, take take five sources from each side of the issue and, um, and find out for yourself. Make a sound judgment. Don't just listen to me. And on top of that, uh, I suppose I'd really like for you to be accountable, be responsible, and don't be a liberal.